0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, the realities of recruiting at BYU. How do coaches sell
1: BYU football to some of the nation's top prep stars? BYU outside linebackers coach Kelly Papinga will answer that question and take us inside the recruiting process. Plus, what
0: is your number one priority for BYU football signing day? Have a voice, people.
2: Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Brian Logan.
0: Happy Wednesday, BYU Sports Nation Live and Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. January 28th, wherever and however you are dialed in, it's always great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with a new proponent of Ricola!
1: cop drops. Brian Logan. How's your health, hey, man? I'm doing good, man. My, I'm, I'm happy that my, my voice is coming back. Uh, I'm not at 100% yet, but, you know, I just, I just realized that, um, you know, I'm playing for something uh, bigger than myself. You know, I'm, I'm doing it for you guys, <laughs> you the fans. Uh, you know, I appreciate all the support and love. So I just figured, man, you know, I got to go out there and give it, give, you know, even if it's at 90%, you know, I got to show up. Your raspy voice got some love on social media yesterday. It, it did, it did. It was, you know, I was thinking about having like a late night talk show, you know, something like that. You know, where we just uh, have uh, conversations about sports, and it's just a positive, uplifting uh, show. You know, where I'm talking kind of slow like this, and say, yeah, you know, Taysom Milly's up for the Heisman, and uh, you know, you should, should get come away with, you, with the. You votes. need to
0: have an. That'd R&B be good, show.
1: right? Yo, this is this is the R&B show with Brian Logan. Hit me, hit me up on Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> let me know your thoughts and what you're thinking. You know, and I'll, I'll see if i can get you on
0: all local radio time. stations are now calling <laughs> brian logan Who, who's the man with that voice you know what i thought of immediately when i said ricola sports center catchphrases kenny Maine, when somebody would shoot like a super long three-pointer a la jimmer for debt mm. would call it a three-cola okay oh, and that got me thinking nice. about one of the funniest things i've heard in a very long time the other night on sports center it came from kevin connor's one of their uh, sportscasters. And I think I'm pretty sure he was talking about Clay Thompson of the Golden State Warriors when he scored 37 points in mm-hmm. the third quarter yeah. and set a new NBA record. It was just
1: – it was crazy. Yeah, it was, yeah, okay. it was
0: amazing. <laughs> he said, he hit more threes than a bad dating
1: site. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah
0: it was yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. Hilarious. Well, yeah,
1: yep. Yep, Ward Three. I like it. Oh, okay, that, that would hit home here in this community, right? With dating, with the dating sites. You know? <laughs> I I have no idea. I, I, I saw one hashtag commercial. married. I saw you're you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. I'm married too. <laughs> uh, I saw one. It was like mormondating.org dot org or something like that. I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool though. You know, to have your own religion to date with. You know, there's <laughs> like a farmers one and some. There's you, you know. know. I'm just saying. You know. You know. <laughs> if you the, need some help, there you go. <laughs>
0: there, the dot com, I still can't believe every time I see it. It's a real thing. Right, it, it is real. A real. It is a real thing. Just like the karma on this show. It, absolutely. The conversation alive and well twenty four seven on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and be a part of BYU Sports Nation. We are also oh close to signing day. So our question today is what is your number one priority? For BYU football on signing day. Use the hashtag BYUSN. First tweet in from at C-O-T underscore BYU football. Depth on the offensive line. Hashtag protect Taysom Hill.
1: Mm, I I respect that. Yeah, I I think that's a good one. You know, getting some depth in the O-line. Especially with all the injuries. You want to have depth just everywhere now. Uh, But, yeah, you want to protect Taysom. And I do believe since... This is his second major injury. He's probably going to want to be in that pocket a little bit more. Just, I don't know, maybe a birdie, my right shoulder. Yeah. Not Twitter told me this. I think the coaches have alluded to that.
0: Right. It's tough because that's his greatest weapon, his legs. That's right. His yeah. playmaking ability. But you put yourself out there for injury. That's right. So, yeah, depth on the offensive line. At Tiancom 86 says, not being caught listening to the broadcast while at work.
1: <laughs>
0: you have a That's, boss button we need a boss button you know like right. on that March Madness site where they have like the boss button if you're watching the tournament games you can just click you a click button so and your boss walks by it looks like a
1: spreadsheet see there's so many different ways you can do it if you have like a <laughs> folder or if you have I don't know. It, it really depends, first of all, where you're at in your office, because if you can see, you know, have a vision, a visual on the door, then you're good. It doesn't really matter. But if you're like, if your back is turned to the door, maybe you take some shifts with a coworker. Hey, dude, you got my back for the first 30, and then I got your back for the first, you know, whatever the case is, there's so many options, man, you can do to get away with it. There I is like a way. Window. There is a
0: way to listen to BYU Sports Nation. Yes. Hashtag Bluetooth headset. That's right. Okay, the one I did it in school for crying out loud listening to different things. I watched
1: film in school. Yeah. I, I, I literally there watched film you know all, all the time. And I, I did a couple of like these to make it sound like I was like taking notes, but I wasn't. I just wanted to look show teacher that I was active. Look up every once in a while, like, oh yeah, nod your head. Get that <laughs> that stare, like, oh yeah, that's interesting. Uh-huh. Oh, Everybody yeah. does it. Everybody. Everybody does
0: it. Here are your BYU Sports Nation headlines. What's going on today? Austin Colley back playing professional football and with the Montreal Alouettes in the Canadian Football League. Go up there. Hey, Ben Cahoon had an outstanding career. Former BYU receiver is like the greatest receiver to ever play in the CFL.
1: When I I play, dude, there's like so many highlights of, of Ben. He's like all over the place there. And it was cool. You know, I was like, yeah, I come from BYU. They're like, oh, you know, Ben? You know, Ben, like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, uh-huh. I don't really know him like that, but, yeah, you know, Dana of brothers. It's, it's you know? Ben Cahoon. He'll dominate up there. Austin Collie will dominate up there. Yeah. He'll be good. He should have a uh, – if he can stay healthy, he'll have a long, nice career. BYU football will make
0: $1.375 million to play at Michigan next year. It's not the $4 million that LSU is going to make to play four. against BYU. That $4 million, but man. But still – to
1: make a trip to the big house? I'll take it. BYU can win that game. Yeah, I'll take it. Definitely. You know, go ahead and get you a nice signature win and uh, get paid to do it. Why not?
0: BYU golf finished ninth at the Arizona Collegiate Invitational. Yeah, it's
1: golf season. They they are playing golf in Arizona, and not so much. I'm ready for in the Provo, putt putt, man. I'm ready. I'm ready for the putt putt, dude. Bring it on when you want. Hey, me and Alani, it was it was funny. Me and Alani, we found a way to uh, steal the golf court uh, golf cart. So uh, if you want if you want to go on a date, double date, you know with our wives, and we could uh, park at the BYU student building, and uh, you know see if we could steal a golf cart. <laughs> These are things you should not be talking about on national I'm just saying, television. you know, I'm just saying. Stealing. It's kind of like a challenge. Cheating. Uh, okay, I didn't say steal. <laughs> I meant borrow. I meant borrow. And then bring, it, you know, as long as you bring it back, it's not stealing.
0: Rise and shout. It's time for us Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation.
1: Topic one.
0: Countdown to signing day. It is one week from today, NLI Day, National Letter of Intent Day. The greatest day for college football and its fans in all of February—it's time to get pumped. I mean, these are your future BYU Cougars. It's a lot of fun. I feel excited every time this—you know—this thing comes up each year, and BYU Sports Nation on Q is going to cover it in depth. All access coverage. On signing day, normal BYU Sports Nation at noon Eastern. Then we will have the signing day press conference on BYUTVSports.com at 3 Eastern, followed by another one hour special with Bronco Mendenhall breaking down the new recruits that come in. Okay? So if you want to know what's happening, you need to be with us on BYU TV
1: on signing I day. I am definitely getting caught by my boss on, <laughs> on that, that day. day. On that day, yes. Aren't you your own yes. boss, kind of? Uh kinda, sorta, of, sorta, of, kind of. Only only I am when Jerem's not around. Then that's my boss. When <laughs> <Jerram's around. laughs> no, really, he's my boss.
0: Okay. Yeah. As as much goes as goes into this signing day and just the speculation and the excitement, there's so much of the unknown. It's an inexact science to say the least. It works sixty percent of the time, all the time, when it comes to recruiting. Okay? Get him here, see who develops. We don't know what will happen. That's what's so funny about this. Everyone gets so worked up about this, and then it's like, well, we're not really sure what's going to come from this.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's only right for fans to kind of get worked up, like, oh, yeah, we got a five-star, or we only got a two-star, or, you know, this guy went here, this guy went there, blah, 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 bitty, blah. Really, you can't pay too much attention to it. I used to do that growing up, uh, just, you know, in, in high school, watching recruiting classes. But once I really got into... Uh, you know, a D1 program and and started to be an analyst and and, and evaluate uh, talent, it really doesn't matter, man, because there's so many five-star guys that come out and you're like, wait, how come I've never heard of them again? And then there's also walk-ons that end up being first-round draft picks. So you really don't know. I think you have to put a lot of weight into uh, the coaching staff and how they're able to develop these players. How many guys that sign
0: on NLI Day will actually make an impact from year one. It is the exception, and that brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. You should dance for this, because it's not often BYU has a freshman All-American. The stat of the day is one. John Karoma was BYU's one freshman All-American as a grown man started at center. That is okay. a grown man. You hit the jackpot with a guy like that. Okay, that yep. is that is the exception. It is the exception.
1: Because, first of all, you don't expect a freshman uh, to come in and, and really start or make an impact. Regardless if he's a five-star or if he's a walk-on, whatever the case may be, you don't think as a coach that this guy is going to be the guy right now. Second of all, you do not think or expect an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman to come in and start right away uh, because of how underdeveloped they are. Guys coming out of high school, are just they're, they don't have their grown man strength, right? A lot of times guys aren't fully developed. They haven't fully went through puberty. You know, guys, as males, us, we go through puberty a little bit late. So you don't have that, that grown man strength. You don't have that speed. And so... For Tijon to come in and to be a freshman, to be an offensive lineman, uh, and then to be an All-American, I mean, that is uh, definitely, definitely the exception. That is definitely rare, but big ups to to Tijon coming in prepared, you know, to take on such a load and have such a great impact. Okay, so along with Tijon, who obviously made a huge impact for BYU
0: football, there there were 20 guys that signed last year, and six, maybe seven made an impact? Okay, so that, that's what's funny about this. It's like, yeah, we got this great signing class. How many guys are actually going to play right now? For last year, it was, for, it was Tijon. Fred Warner played some meaningful minutes, had that nice interception return for a touchdown at Boise State, yep. made some big tackles. Sione Takitaki had a big game here and there. Trey Dye got in some games. Got his feet wet. We're, we're, yet, we're yet to see what he can really do. Kavika yep. Fanua, 14 tackles. Okay, th- those are the guys. Jordan Leslie was a graduate transfer. He was a signee. But BYU got him for one season, and right. he was
1: the guy. Right. And, and it's a little bit different because he's more prepared. He's, he's mature. He's been in a D1 program, you know, for four years. Uh, so you can say the same thing, the same thing about Devon Blackman, who, who, you know, had some experience, bounced back from a D1, went to a JC, all that good stuff. But a lot of those those names, like Fred Warner, Siani. They played because of injuries, yeah. right? So that's that's another exception. Is you know this coach, coach, coach How, coach Minholl, they didn't think that these guys were going to come in and play and, and and you know have a have an impact. Uh, it, it was due to injuries. So that, that's another thing that uh, as fans you have to realize. You know how many of the these freshmen coming in uh, for the 2015 signing class will make an impact? I mean, or not even make an impact. Well, just get some playing time.
0: Yeah, we're going to ask Kelly Papinga about the great unknowns of signing day uh, in about ten minutes. Let's go back a few years before that, Brian. 2013, 2012. Okay, 20, back to the future. Twenty twelve. Jamal Williams, Taysom Hill. He committed to Stanford initially, but then yep. came to BYU. Tanner Mangum. That's a good signing class. That is a good signing class.
1: We we don't we, we don't knew? really we don't really know yet. You know, with, with Tanner, and uh, we'll see what he he will be able to do. But we already know what Jamal and Taysom they can do. That's that's pretty good, man. Those are two studs, known studs right there, in Jamal and Taysom. Okay, twenty thirteen. Don't know. I mean,
0: nothing has developed as of now. Right. Still waiting. Still still waiting on 2013. How about 2010, which was like the most talked about, highly anticipated signing day class ever in BYU football. The Iggy class. Dude. Okay, quarterback Jake Heaps. He was was your
1: quarterback. Bro, I was so juiced, bro. You don't even know, dude. I was like... Homies, we're going. We're getting a national championship. We're getting a ring, fellas. We were so juiced and just clowning around. I mean, we were joking, kind of, sort of, but we were just clowning around. I remember Andrew Rich, Brandon Bradley, Corby's, and we're like, man, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get the pinky ring on, because, because when you look back at at uh, number one quarterbacks come out of high school, uh, you know, and and the quarterbacks that make it to the elite eight. Um, which is a a quarterback kind of a academy, and if you you know you they, they have drills and things like that that you do, and you can come out of that ranked and Jake came out ranked so we were like and you you look back at at all of those uh previous elite eight quarterbacks they 've usually took their teams to national championships, so obviously we were kind of comparing like that, so we were like oh i 'm about to get a piggy ring I'm about to get blinged out, and then yeah you know mm-hmm. Okay, yep. hey, that that is,
0: <laughs> that is the crapshoot that is signing day. Okay, so the Iggy's class, Jake Heaps, Ross Apple, Zach Stout. It, look, it didn't pan out. It just didn't. It just didn't, yeah. Okay, sometimes that, that is the reality of this. Sometimes we tell you this to just so you can understand. Under to temper your expectations and support what the coaches and players are trying to do. Get them in the program and see who can develop into yeah. a great player.
1: What, what I what I with me and not uh, seeing the, the the five stars or three star guys again because of what we're talking about right now. But uh, it, it's not too much of a concern with me and BYU because you look at what Coach Mendenhall and his coaching staffs have done. Uh, and and while, while he's been the head coach at BYU, he's taken walk ons like Dennis Pitta and, and made them fourth round draft picks. Ziggy's a different story. I, I mean, he's a freak. I can't teach height, I can't teach weight, I can't teach speed as an NFL coach. So I don't even talk, go there. But he's taken guys that, like myself, five, six, uh, not, not a lot of talent, and still put them in situations to be successful. So he knows, and these coaches, they, they know how to develop players. Sometimes things don't pan out like Jake. It's just not a good fit for you know a number of different reasons. Maybe players don't buy into the system. Maybe players aren't as mature as the coaches thought, and maybe they don't work hard. There's a, a variety of different factors, but – if I can, Coach Minnenhall and, and this BYU staff, I would say definitely have a lot of confidence in out of most of the, the colleges uh, in 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 the nation right now.
0: You know who was in that
1: 2010 class? Bronson Kafusi,
0: Alani Fua, yep. Algie Brown. Okay, no, they got no hype compared to nope. the other guys. No hype. Where would you rank them now? Okay, it's just just saying. Now for 2015, what are the needs and expectations for BYU football? Right now, Jeff Martson, the director of football player personnel and on-campus recruiting, joined us and talked about where BYU will focus this year. This year was much more about adding depth compared to last year where we needed to go get playmakers. Okay, straight up. If you have injuries, you need depth. And BYU was pushed to the limit last year with injuries. So no wonder the emphasis is depth and especially on the offensive line.
1: Well I I like this emphasis obviously because of the injuries and, and, and what they felt what they dealt with last uh, last year. But I like it because this is how you really build a program is by depth, knowing that I have, you know, my second string guy, my third string guy, they can play right now if my first string guy goes down. So great. I, I have that security. But at the end of the day, uh, when, when my first string leaves, my, you know, graduates, I have two, uh, my second string, he's going to be a starter, and there's going to be no drop-off. I think that's been some of the, the, the concerns the last few years with BYU is there's a significant drop-off. And we used to always joke all the time, when you look at USC, you're like, okay, who is the starter? Who, 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 who am I going to, who's going to play? BYU, you're like, yep, he's the starter. Yep, he's a starter right there. You're a backup. Yep, you're a punter. You're a kicker. Yep. Okay. You're the holder. And so I think now going into hey, let's 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 shoot for depth and let's uh, you know mold and shape these guys to a starter eventually, you know, two, three, you know, two years, one year down the down the road. I think that's where you start to build that pipeline and build a strong program. This is the good thing about what happened last year. The young guys got
0: meaningful snaps. And so yep. guys like Karoma, and Fred Warner, and Sione Takitaki, and Trey Dye, Kavika Fenua. Those guys can now be more of an impact oh, yeah. this season because of that. So it's a struggle, but there, there is a good are ready, man. Well. All, you,
1: all those guys, man, Fred, you know, Sione, y'all better step it up, man. There's no excuses. Last year you had your excuse. Uh, yeah, you guys are freshmen, and you get getting your feet wet coming off that yellow Let's bus. Go. But now... Hey, man, it's time to put the big boy pads on now. What is your number one priority for BYU football on signing day? We'll
0: ask outside linebackers coach Kelly Papinga what his priorities are. He joins us on set. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products, simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. You can follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. And as always... Join our conversation by using the hashtag BYUSN. Hey, Brian, what are you doing on uh, Wednesday, February 4th? Uh, I'm
1: going to be breaking it down with you guys. That's man. right.
0: Signing day on BYU Sports I'm excited
1: we get to come see the fresh meat, you know, off the yellow bus, see who's going to be good, uh, who we think is going to be great. Uh, so definitely excited to see that next generation, man. Brian will tell all the players need to gain weight. They need to gain weight. You need to get faster. That's, that's right.
0: Man. You need to work <laughs> on your hips. You got to work on your feet, your footwork. I got some ladder drills for you. All that good stuff. Below in the house on signing day. We will have a normal BYU Sports Nation at noon Eastern, followed by a press conference on BYU TV Sports at 3 Eastern, 1 Mountain, and then our signing day special edition of BYU Sports Nation at 4 Eastern, Two Mountain with Bronco Mendenhall. I'm interviews. doing that one too,
1: right? With Bronco, with Coach Mendenhall. You should probably <laughs> check, check your <laughs> schedule got, about we gotta that. We got to check. We got to ask. We got to <laughs> ask what am I? What am I doing exactly?
0: Here to help us uh, talk about the specifics of signing day, and as a matter of fact, he's still got some work to do before February 4th, Is BYU outside linebackers coach, Kelly Papinga, special teams coordinator. Kelly, welcome back to the set. Thanks for having me back, guys.
2: Are you, back. Uh, are you surviving the recruiting period? Ooh, man. We're, you know, got a couple more days. So we got our official weekend, um, big official weekend. We'll have about 25 guys in this weekend, but... Uh, we got two more days to hit it hard, Wednesday and Thursday, and then uh, off for a fun weekend to celebrate all the guys that are going to be coming. We got about six to seven guys, I think, that are uncommitted that we're still trying to work on right now, so it's going to be a big weekend, especially for those guys, um, but also to hold on to the guys that we have committed as well. So
1: You know, I I've, I've, I've actually forgot about that um, with, with, with how BYU does the recruiting trips. They don't bring the guys on, you know, individually or at, at bunches. Yeah. You know, they, you guys do it you know, all at one time. Have you guys seen benefits from doing it that way? Yeah,
2: I think that, you know, what, what comes of it is that we got a bunch of guys in that uh, know each other for the most part. And then if there's a guy that's uncommitted, and this happened last year, um, Uriah... Leatawa Leatawa I always have a hard time saying this last time. But he's committed to Stanford. He came in, you know, he was open to, you know, kind of consider BYU, but he was pretty committed to, BYU, or to Stanford. And uh, just getting around the guys and uh, being able to get to know him and see what kind of guys he's going to be around in the future. That's really one of the main reasons why we do it is so that they can get to know the guys that they're going to be playing with. The parents can get to know the parents that are going to be around when they're nice. going to school. And, uh, and then it's just a big celebration. But we found that it does help the guys that are uncommitted or are still exploring that these guys that are committed and are, that are you know pretty much coming are right. helping these out they're helping us recruit these guys that we're still trying to get committed to the program.
0: Let's strategy, di- yeah, strategy let's, with let's everything. Let's yeah.
2: Dive into the ups and downs
0: of of the recruiting Ooh. trail. Okay, oh, you yeah. brought up your Ryalea Tau. That was a yeah. big get. Huge. And a last minute commit going from Stanford to BYU. What's the what's the immediate reaction? of you and your coaching staff when something like that happens. Yeah, it was uh
2: that was pretty uh it was pretty special. It was one of the um first times that we've had that experience here at BYU because for the most part our guys commit early. Um our classes filled pretty pretty quick and this time of year it's more of just making sure the guys are still with us, holding on to them. Um but with him and this year there's even more and I think that's a good thing. I'll talk about that here in a second, but um he was uh he was calling us on the phone and just kind of talking to us what was going on. And then the next thing we know, he's talking to us and a fax came through and it was his NLI. And we nice. just, the office, the <laughs> office blew up man. Yeah. and it was, I mean, it was fun. And uh, coach 2J, um, he was instrumental in getting that guy here. He did a really good job of recruiting that guy. And uh, without coach 2J and their relationship, I don't think um, we would have had a chance at the end like that. So
1: nice, nice. That was, that's that a big win for you guys. Let's, Let's think about the opposite. Let's put yourself in Stanford shoes, yeah, and and that happens. What what are you guys going through? Mindset? Do you guys try and, and scramble and try to get maybe another kid to fill yeah. that position?
2: Um, you know, it's uh, it's man, it's hard. And you get a call from a recruit, and it's hey, what's going on? And immediately you can tell by the tone oh, on man. the other side of what's going on with the hey, coach, uh, just calling to let you know I'm going to such and such place. You're like. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. and you know, you're just thinking, man, all this hard work. Um, but you know what? It's it's part of the deal. And uh, like I've told recruits before, you won't be the you you're not the first one, and you won't be the last one. And that's just how this business goes. And um, you hopefully build a good enough relationship with that kid that if down the road, if something does happen and for some reason he wants to end up transferring or, you know, maybe a coaching change happens and he doesn't like the new coach that comes in or whatever it may be, that down the road he would consider coming back to BYU. Yeah, you don't want to burn bridges. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that happens sometimes. You know, sometimes – I have never done this, and I don't think a coach on our staff does this, but I've heard of other kids when they say to a coach, hey, you know, I'm I'm deciding to go to BYU, then they start bashing BYU and they start – you know, they get upset at the kid. Oh, yeah. You know, and so I just – you know, I don't think that it's not going to – help in any way doing that. And so I just, I try to stay away from that. I will ask him though, Hey, you know, what could we have done better? You know, is there, you know, is there any way that you would be able to reconsider? I try to find a way if there's, and that's right. actually what happened with Uriah. Interesting. He, he had committed and he'd called us and told us he'd committed. And then we kind of, Hey, well just come on the visit, man. Just come on the visit. You know, let's see what happens. You know, you don't, you don't have to commit to anything. And right. you know, he came, came on the visit and the rest is history. So. Nice,
0: Kelly Papinga, BYU outside linebackers coach and recruiting extraordinaire, <laughs> with us on set here <laughs> uh, in Studio B. Let's say, okay, I, I have, I've always wanted to be recruited by BYU football. That didn't happen. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I can see why. I can see <laughs> that body frame right there. Hey, you might be a great kicker. We could try out. <laughs> wow. we, hey, we're looking for a
1: punter right hey, now. Punters. So. See, you want to yeah. be a punter. Punters are people. Too, hey, not, not I kickers. am
0: 170
1: pounds of lean muscle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Solid right here. Yeah. Yeah.
2: This is,
1: say, hey, coach, coach this, is, this is a large. His shirt this right is now is large. Medium. This is a medium. It's a medium. Oh, a medium. He's a small. That's why. If he has a oh, small, then you'll goodness. be able to see the full frame. Don't let the, don't, don't let the medium fool you. Shoot, sure, man. All right.
0: Well, uh, now that I've lost all confidence in myself ever, <laughs> let's say I'm a six-four, two hundred and thirty-pound linebacker with four five speed, right up your alley, and I'm very interested in BYU, one of my top three schools. What is your recruiting pitch to me as a four-star linebacker? Yeah, well, I
2: think, you know, it really depends on what the kid wants. Um a lot of times the kid really just wants the football experience. And so then you sell the football experience. So then I talk about the tradition of BYU, the winning of BYU, the bowl game history, the conference championship history, even though we're not really in line with that anyway. I I think it does have an effect on the kids to know that, you know, I think it's 21 or 22 conference championships that BYU's won. And I think it's 29, 30. I'm looking at our media relations guy right now. (laughs) You remember what it is? 30? 33, 33 33 bowl games, which is crazy. There's not many schools in the country that can say that. Thank you, Brett Pine. And then just the consistent winning that Coach Mendenhall has had since he's been here winning 90 games in 10 years. That's an average of nine games a season and going into all that. But then if I'm selling to a linebacker, I'm saying this. Listen, you got – you know, my brother, Brady Papinga, outside backer. You got Brian Kill, outside backer. You got David Nixon, outside backer. You got now the last streak, even though Ziggy is drafted as a D lineman, he started as an outside backer. So I'll, yep. I'll you know, we use Ziggy in both spots. We say Ziggy D lineman and outside backer. And then you have Oy, Alani Fua this year, Spencer Hadley, um, and I think Bronson will be the next. So in my opinion, we'll have four guys after next year with Bronson, four guys that have been invited to the, to the NFL g- combined, um, which there's not many schools I think that can say that for a particular. Their position, um, in that you know span that they'll have you know guys invited to the NFL Combine and have that chance to uh, um, play at the next level, and so I'll, I'll sell that part hard. Um, but like I said before, it all depends on what the kid's looking for. It's if it's the academics, like Uriah, it was really important to academics. So we had him sit down with one of our academic advisors. Actually, it was a professor, uh, Jeff Sheets. I don't know if you guys know Jeff. Jeff, I stuff. love Jeff. And he sat down with him and he explained everything. You know, BYU, Stanford, and it did a great job with that, and then um, if it's you know the spiritual side, say it's a kid that's you know coming from California that's that is LDS, but he's really never been around the LDS yep. environment, and and he's craving that and he's searching for that. And then we you know we um, we sell that part. So really, it's really specific on the kid um, and trying to sell the you know the whole program, you know how it fits each each kid in particular.
1: That's that's a, that's a great point to say. <laughs> You know, this is a pipeline right now. If you're, if you're a linebacker, you, you do want to go to BYU, especially um, the style of defense that you guys play. Um, you know, run a three-four system, the same as a lot of NFL yep. teams. And that's another part um, also. That's, yep. that's another for you. So, what, when, when it comes to uh, evaluating a kid, you know, like a like a Kyle Van Noy, I mean, you can look at tape and things like that. But how do you know that hey, this kid is going to be a second round draft pick, or this kid is probably not going to be anything?
2: Yeah, so the evaluation first starts with the highlight. We, you know, they'll get they'll send in the highlight. Hey, check out the highlight. Then we'll get game film. Then we'll bring him on the, um, bring him on campus for a. Uh, what's a, going to camp, you know, yeah. camp evaluation. Like in your day. Yeah, and exactly, like a camp evaluation. Really, in my opinion, that's where I get to know exactly what the kid is. And then also when you go out and see him in person, see him work out and see him in a game and practice and all that. But when I can get my hands on the kid and I can run him through my drills and the things that we do um, in our defense, and I can see how he's going to fit our scheme. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. you know, I'm looking for, you know, how well does this kid move laterally, how good – of a get-off does he have, you know, when he's getting off the ball? Um, what type of hands does he play with? Is he good at the point of contact? Um, does he have good hips? Yeah. You know, even DBs, yeah. I know DBs are he talking about. Even linebackers, hips. we we drop our guys into coverage, and so yeah. those dudes have to have good hips, and they can't be tight yeah. and all wound yeah. up tight. Reference so. Alani yeah. Fua yeah. against yeah, exactly. Houston, making yeah. that game-winning pick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, I mean, Alani's – Done a really good thing. I mean, the interception that he had against Memphis in the game, which was a huge uh, yeah.
1: momentum swing for us. So, That's, um, that, this is this is really good for fans to hear because I, around the community, I'll hear fans that say oh, so-and-so and so-and-so offered this kid a scholarship. Yep. How come BYU hasn't offered this kid a scholarship? <laughs> yeah. uh, and I'm like, well, you're just looking at highlight tapes, right? Yeah. You're just looking at film. Obviously, it's going to be the best plays, yep. right, the top plays. And you don't know, really, competition. Yeah. And so it's good for fans to hear that, hey, we're evaluating more than just a, a interception return for uh, you know a touchdown. Yeah. I need to see if this kid has good hips yep. and, and good feet because – at the end of the day, you know he may fit well, you know, at another program, but not going to be good for us. Yeah, exactly. Implement. And so, I probably know who you're talking about.
2: And uh, <laughs> and you know, it's uh, it, it you know it's hard. It is. It's a recruiting is a it's a it's a hard thing to do because it is a long process and. Sometimes you're going to make really good decisions and sometimes you're not going to make very good decisions. Sometimes you're, you're, you're going to make uh, mistakes and you're going to miss on a guy. And sometimes it's going to work both ways. Sometimes you're yeah. going to miss on a guy thinking he's a player and sometimes you're going to miss on a guy thinking, oh, this guy is not a player and ends up you know blossoming becoming a really good player. So it's really a crapshoot When it comes down to it, we're going to sign 25 guys next Wednesday and who knows what they're going to do, you know. And we had, I mean, shoot, you think about, I think it was the 2010 class, we had some of the top recruits in the country, yeah. and a lot of those guys, to be brutally honest, didn't didn't quite didn't pan, pan out, out the yeah. way that we thought they were going to. And the stars and all that didn't, you know, align to you know what's you know this. I don't know if it's Scouts or whoever gives the yeah. stars, but it's just really what it comes down to. You have to be really thorough as a coach, especially at BYU, because it's not just the football aspect that you're looking into. It's right. academically, we have an academic standard that we have to reach, and then we have the honor code that we have to uh, find kids that are willing to live that and try to live it. Uh, as much as they possibly can, and uh, and you know it's it's a tough little it's a, at times a tough sales pitch, but at sometimes it's or I say most of the time, it's guys that are are wanting it and are really intrigued by it, and uh, you know are thinking they're going to thrive in an environment like BYU. Yeah,
0: it's always this time of year that you see the the tweets on social media about Marcus Mariota being a two or three star yeah. quarterback, and JJ Watt was not yeah. recruited by anybody; he was a walk on. You just don't know. There's there certainly that, that guessing element. But you control, <laughs> as what we're, we're learning now, you control as, as much as you can. And so with what you've been able to control this year and what you're seeing develop uh, for the next recruiting class, where is your excitement level with BYU football recruiting in 2015? Yeah,
2: I, I'm really excited what Coach Holiday has done and Coach Beck has done uh, down in Texas. They have done a really good job down there, uh, really tapping into a, a talent pool that we haven't uh, been able to um, you know, get a lot of guys from that area. And so they've done a really good job down there. Coach Holliday has built great relationships over the years being, you know, at UTIP and Mississippi State and coaching at those – or recruiting at, in Texas. And so the the receivers and the running backs and the offensive linemen um, and the defense alignment, the guys that we're bringing out of that area um, this year, um, I think Cougar fans are going to be super excited about and then you know on top of that just the guys that um the skill guys that are coming out of the state of Utah this year um that i believe that we're going to get are um they're very they're they're the Brian Logans of the world oh, instead no, of being man. but instead of being 5-6 six, they're 6-2 six, right, so right, yeah. we got we got right, li- a little upgrade yes. a little upgrade. but yes. what people don't know about Brian this dude was a baller man baller uh, you right make me turn purple man we uh seriously we have we have we have cut ups of Brian Logan just freaking Dominating, and so you know, a corner uh, comes in. We're I'm showing blushing. we're showing clips of Brian and wow. uh, the good things that he did. So you know, a lot of people might think he's you know some sloppy. He wasn't a slappy. I, Brian. Yeah, I was, Brian, Brian was a, a ha- baller, man. I'm a
1: has been man. You know. you know, I did things okay. Some you know, like thirty percent of the time. That was, that's when you have all my cut ups where all my best plays. Yeah. right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> but Brian no, the skill- sliding money underneath
1: the <laughs> right, right yeah. now. you <laughs>
2: like, go, you go. But there is some really good skill coming out of Utah this year, um, especially on the defensive side. Um, that we have never seen. Um, and it'll be really good to get these guys on campus and get them in the program. And I think they're going to have a chance to play right away next year.
0: Let's talk about the uh, the new guy on staff, Frank Wittrich. Yeah. Um, a lot of excitement about what he's going to bring as a strength and conditioning coach. What do you anticipate that Frank will bring to the program? And and maybe what changes has he already
2: implemented? Yeah. he uh, Man, it's been just talking to the players, because we're out on the road, and I had a chance this morning to go in, uh, work out and watch from a distance because he doesn't, not that he doesn't want us around, but he does think we're kind of a distraction uh, as yeah. coaches. And he wants his staff to get out there and do the work and coach the guys up. And for us just to sit back and be really be football coaches and worry about mm-hmm. the football part of it. He'll worry about the strength and conditioning and what he calls football performance football performance. Yes. Um, and, uh, I just listened – so he pulled up – when I walked in this morning, he was pulling up the offense uh, – we call it our, uh, our bigs, our line and D-line. They were in just finishing up their lift, and he was getting after them, and in a good way yeah. um, of talking about the workout and their, their mindset of coming in today. And it's been a while. Um, Coach Omer did that when I played here. Um, you know, and over time, you know, Coach O, he got a little old and whatever. I mean, I love the guy. But, you know, it just, it, it just happened. And uh, but the energy that he was talking to those guys with today, it was impressive. And just the discipline that he demands, and uh, the exactness, things that really Coach Menhall emphasizes a lot. Um, we're going to get that you know out of our guys now in the weight room as well. And not that it didn't happen in the past. I think it's just now going to happen with a different voice, uh, with a guy that's bringing a little bit different philosophy than we've ever seen i mean we're never going to power clean we're never going to snatch we're not going to do any olympic
0: yeah, lifts he said, no olympic
2: lifts i'm uh, jealous yeah oh and so, my But he's doing things you know our guys hear that and they're like oh it's going to be easy i mean they are getting their tails kicked and uh it's fun to hear the players their excitement about it their energy about it and i think it's bringing a new energy to our program and an energy that we've needed for a while um uh, to help this program take another step forward
1: that's that's good that's exciting to hear and, and you know, I I think especially coming off of, um, you know, kind of the, the, the loss and how you guys finished the season, um, uh, you know, the, the fighting and everything like that. So it's kind of good to kind of just turn the page, start fresh and no better way to start fresh than to have somebody new. But I talked to you earlier this week and you said some pretty interesting numbers and stats as far as what Frank is going to bring to the table and and, and what he's done with his career as far as the injuries talk a little bit about that
2: yeah so when he came into our interview process we we had talked to him about having issues with uh you know hamstrings having issues with you know growing abductors adductors and uh you know he came in and said right away he said you know over the last two years at UNT zero soft tissue injuries and when he said that I was like look I'm dude you gotta be lying right right and he said no <laughs> he's like zero so- soft tissue injuries soft tissue injuries and uh which is super impressive and uh, and then he talked about ACLs, and he, I think he's had two ACLs. Would have been off, which had been off of um, contact, so that means you know a helmet or you know a guy getting tackled or whatever. But uh, really impressive to hear those numbers, and then talking about labrams. Yeah. Uh, I think he said, like, no labrums over the last two years as yeah, well. Yeah, he like, zero muscle tears, yeah. things like that. And so it's just, I mean, to hear those numbers and hear if we can keep our guys healthy and keep them on the field to compete, um, that just gives us a better chance, especially with the injury bug that we hit this last year. And, you know, so, I don't know what it was with the ankles this year. Yeah, but. what in the world? <laughs> ankles, yeah. man. So, but uh, he's going to do a really good job, I believe, of, you know, helping our guys stay healthy, uh, also getting, you know, bigger, faster, and stronger, and uh, helping our guys uh, – Uh, take that next step that we need to to take this season.
0: Kelly Papinga, BYU outside linebackers coach, special teams coordinator on BYU Sports Nation. Thanks for the time, coach. All right, guys. We wish you the best of luck on the road uh, and your final travels this recruiting week. And uh, don't sprain an ankle or get in a situation where you have a soft tissue tear. (laughs) There you go. I'll try to stay away from those
2: things.
0: (laughs) Kelly Papinga on BYU Sports Nation never disappoints. We will discuss. What one of his former teammates is doing heading north of the border coming up next, and get more reaction from what Kelly just told us about the 2015 signing class. Brian Logan's takeaways. You know what a Miss Bilo has to say. This is BYU Sports Nation. And now, back to more
2: BYU Sports Nation.
0: Spencer Linton and Brian Logan in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Download the show podcast on iTunes or at BYUsportsNation.com. BYU men's basketball back to work tomorrow night against the University of San Francisco, two-time national champions. Did you know that? Bill uh, Bill Russell, dude. Yeah. yeah,
1: Yeah, Steve Young, you know. 49ers. Yeah. I'm a Niner fan, man. <laughs> You're a Bay Area You're guy. You should know that Bill Russell played at San Francisco <laughs> no, back in the fifties. No, there's so much. There's too much going on, man, in the Bay Area and sports and things like that. that's why I like Utah, you know, and, and coming in this experience. But yeah, too many other things going on to really focus on San Francisco basketball, <laughs> University of San Francisco. You'll be basketball. focused on
0: San Francisco basketball tomorrow night because oh, I they will. play BYU. Yes, 11 Eastern, 9 Mountain Tip on ESPNU. You can also listen on BYU Radio if you are not uh, in front of a TV. Uh, do not miss it. This is the chance for BYU to turn things around. We talked about this yesterday. Win the next game. Next game. Confidence is so crucial at this point for this team that has talent and needs some confidence. Let's refresh the rest of today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Austin Colley will be playing wide receiver in tackle football once again, but north of the border in the Canadian Football League with the Montreal Alouettes. I think that's up, how man. you say it,
1: right? Um, Montreal, yep. Montreal- <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just Montreal. Just avoided it all You costs. know, hooked on phonics and it worked for me, man.
0: <laughs> BYU football will make $1.375 million to play at the Big House against Michigan next year. Hey, go get paid and go get a notable win for your program. That's right. I love it. I love it. Oh, by the way... That is game number four, I believe, on the schedule. You know where game number one is?
2: Countdown to the Cornhuskers.
1: 220.
0: 220 days
1: two, away. Two, I would have helped you, man. My voice kind of, yeah. I got you next time, though. Next, next Wednesday. You going to join me next, finally? Next Wednesday, yeah. Have you
0: ever, have you ever joined a countdown uh, to yeah, the Cornhuskers? Yeah,
1: I've joined, uh, I've joined it. I joined it at Jerem's. Uh,
0: I know you were here for, like, when it hit zero against Connecticut this year and blasted confetti into the rafters here in Studio B. We had a party,
1: man. We will still see pieces
0: of confetti falling it's, it's still coming to down. this day. Good grief. Hey, what is your number one priority for BYU on signing day? Let's, let's talk about what's happening in February now before the Cornhuskers, and that is BYU's going to sign, uh, as Kelly Paping told us, 25 new players. What's your number one priority for the Cougars on signing day? Back to the Twitter machine. <laughs> It's Twitter time. At Family Budge, DBs. Brian, you can sign off on this in a second. Got beat over the top last season with Coach Mendenhall at defensive coordinator. The front seven will be back to normal next year. Taysom, J. Swag, and Mitch Matthews back on offense. Okay, so he says DBs number one. He feels like the offense is going to be okay.
1: Yeah, uh, I think it'll be. F- I think they'll be fine. There's there's some good talent there, some younger guys and some guys that uh, the fans, I don't think, really knows about um, the, some up-and-coming talent. Obviously, they'll get some new recruits that are going to come in. I think the biggest thing is Coach Howe being able to you know have his full attention uh, to the secondary instead of calling the plays, instead of getting a whole group uh, ready for, for Saturdays and Fridays he'll be able to just focus on his group and so I remember um, him getting us prepared and getting us ready uh, Coach Papinga earlier this week said some really good numbers about Coach Howe and um, how he's gotten his secondary to finish the top 25 every single year except for this last year since, since 2010 in 2010 he came halfway through the season so I mean I don't, I don't have any issues because uh, Coach Howe will be 100% focused on those guys.
0: At Laser Sheep says this for me, signing day is cool and everything, but I get more excited when the under-the-radar slash walk-on guys show up and earn a scholarship. Now He has a point there. You look at last year. Sky Povey led the team in tackles. Walk-on. Yep. Mitchell Juergens caught a couple of big touchdown passes. Walk-on. Colby Pearson. Walk-on. Christian Stewart didn't get any love coming out of Snow College. Zero, zero. love.
1: I like the J.C. transfers, man. That's all I care about. J.C., you're good with me.
0: Up next on BYU Sports Nation, more of your Twitter reaction. And what's the chance BYU gets another T John (music) Coroma? Brought to you by the BYU store, this is BYU Sports Nation, your home for authentic BYU products. Check it out, the BYU store. My name is Spencer, and that is Brian Logan. Nope. You can fly in the vest.
1: Below. Oh, Below? This is a. Wait, okay, I don't know how to pronounce it because the other guy on Twitter. Cardigan? Yeah, Carnigan. Cardigan. Wait, I say say Carnigan? Yeah, it's not. It makes it sound like you're
0: working for the carnival. Cardigan, if you say it's a, Carnigan it's a cardigan, man. It's cardigan. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm lazy when I when I speak, so you know I just pronounce it how I pronounce it. Carnig- it's a Carnigan, <laughs> Mister Twitter man. You can hit me up again. <laughs> I don't know who it was.
0: <laughs> cardigan with a D. Cardi- but that's okay. okay. Okay.
1: Okay. Cardigan. Cardigan. There you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe you should just invent something and call it the Carnigan. Hey, I got a
1: whole dictionary, man. Especially when Jerem's on, <laughs> we we always create words. He backs me up too. Appreciate you, brother. <laughs>
0: Brian Logan will be with us on signing day, Wednesday, February fourth. And because of that discussion we just had about your cardigan, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, many more people will be watching. We we have you covered wall to wall. Ten AM mountain time, our normal BYU Sports Nation, that's noon on the East Coast. Then at three Eastern, there will be a sports uh a sorry a football press conference that we will air on BYU TV sports, and then immediately following that. Bronco
1: Mendenhall will join us for a signing day special. I think I'm just going to stay here, here on
0: man. BYU Sports Nation. I think I'm just
1: going to stay here all day, and uh, I'm just going to follow you around, you and Jam around. Hopefully I can just sneak in because I'm not going to have a media pass. I'm sorry. I'm talking about breaking too many <laughs> rules today. You're stealing golf I'm carts just, I, and
0: sneaking around. I know, and,
1: man. I'm just, ba- I'm, a, I'm just bad today. Just get healthy, It's okay? Wednesday. I know. Settle that's what down. it is. It's the medicine and stuff. You Settle know? down, Brian. The tees and things. The what things. is your
0: number one priority for BYU on signing day? Continue to send in your Twitter. Using the hashtag byusn at quoth underscore the underscore maven <laughs> quoth the maven it says there are zero five star recruits in this year's Super Bowl. In other words, do not overreact.
1: Ooh, I like it. Interesting. I like it. That is that is very interesting. Um, hashtag true grit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you you always hear those stories, right? Those those, those stories, especially in the NFL where guys were walk-ons and then you know they become first. First round draft picks, and in the CFL, when I went and played for a little bit, it was the other way around. It was guys that were, you know, third round draft picks, second round draft picks, and I was like, oh, I no wonder why you're here. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) So over, you know, guys can be overrated as well. Certainly. Right now,
0: we're going to bring back one of my favorite segments here. It's called "What's the Chance?"
2: BYU Sports Nation asks, "What's the chance?"
0: If you're new to the program, what's the chance works like this? We throw out a scenario, and then Brian and I will decide what percent chance we think this thing will happen or not happen. Let's go number one.
2: What's the chance BYU's 2015 recruiting class yields four players that impact or start this season?
0: Brian, I'm going to let you go first on this one.
1: Um, I don't think there is going to be a chance, that four. You say zero percent chance? I, 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 I say zero percent chance. Wow. I say zero percent. And, and, and the reason why is you you hear Coach Papinga and uh, the new strength coach coming in and, um, you know, his stats and how he had zero soft tissue tears, zero muscle tears, and, um, all these great numbers and what he 's doing, I think guys are going to be healthy, and because of that, um, I think guys will play, but i don 't think they 're going to make a, a strong impact so maybe special teams they 'll you know get their feet wet, uh, maybe some garbage time if they 're playing against some teams and they 're just you know uh, beating the crap out of them you know go ahead and and, and get some garbage time so I think you 'll see uh, some small glimpses like that, but as far as impacts mm-mm-mm.
0: I say 20%, and I give a low number to that, not because I don't think the talent pool coming in is cap- not capable enough of, of making an impact, but there will be more depth this year. And I just, in no way is there going to be as many injuries as there were last year with the new development of football performance coach and Frank Wittrick. I just, that was just crazy. It was an anomaly. Yeah. I don't see that happening right. again. There won't be enough injuries that BYU needs so many Recent sign needs to come in and make an impact. So I say 20% chance that, that we see something similar to last year. Okay. Number two.
2: What's the chance BYU signs another freshman All-American in the next three
1: classes? Brian, go first again. Uh, I'm going to go high blue goggles. I'm going to say 80%. Ooh. <laughs> and, and the reason why is because, uh, well, sticking with the theme of uh, you can't uh, look at the stars and you can't look at, you know, um, you know, all the the stats on paper, uh, you, like Coach Pepinga said, you got to look at the small details. If a player is going to be a good fit in the system, if a player – uh, has good hips, you know those small intangibles that uh, most of the fans overlook, and, and so because of that, I, I do believe that there's a lot of guys like Tijon Caroma that are undersized. They they have uh, you know P5 uh, abilities, and they could even play at the Ohio States and the organs of the world, but because of their undersize, uh, they they tend to fall back to a school like a BYU or maybe even like a Nevada or something. I'm just making up schools here, uh, but the point is that because of that, you'll still get that talent, and I, uh, and, and BYU does get a lot of those, plus you add uh, the coaching staff and how they're able to really maximize the potential of most of these kids coming in, so I, I, I think there's a high chance.
0: I say 50% because it's a flip of a coin for me. You just don't you don't know. It is it is so unpredictable. I'm trying to remember the last freshman All-American BYU had before T. John Karoma, and the only name that comes to mind is Daniel Coates. to tie tight end in 2003. What about somebody else? Can you somebody else correct me? If there's somebody else other than that, Jordan. use the hashtag BYUSN. Up next, the Cougar Whip. BYU Sports Station, presented in part by Dexterlaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it! It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Football. BYU will get 1.375 million dollars for September's visit to the big house to play Michigan. This according to the contract obtained
1: by the Salt Lake Tribune. Cougars and the CFL. Eh? For, former BYU receiver Austin Colley signs with the Montreal Alouettes following his dad Scott's footsteps. His dad played for Hamilton Tiger Cats in the 80s. Golf.
0: BYU's men's team finished tied for ninth in the Arizona Invitational shooting 868. That's a combined score, not an individual score. Senior Jordan Rogers tied for
1: tenth with an overall of one under. Tennis. Women's tennis plays in the, in home opener versus Utah State today. In fact, right now at the indoor courts. Go check it out. Last Woo. time Cougars faced the Aggies was in 2013. BYU won 6-1. Swimming and diving. BYU head diving coach Keith Russell
0: will retire at the end of this season after 23 years at BYU. Thank Aww. you, coach. Future guests include ESPN play-by-play specialist Roxy Bernstein. He will join us tomorrow College basketball stats guru Ken Pomeroy on Friday. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you the most, DexterLaw.com it goes to Kelly Papinga, the recruiting road warrior, making a fifth trip to Hawaii. He'll spend a total of six days in those five trips. Nice. Holy cow. Thanks everyone on the crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. Shout out to Brady Papinga. We're back to work tomorrow at noon. New-